Broadcasting from Alito to Alton, from Champaign to Chicago, and from Robinson to Rockford, this is the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. Hello once again, it is the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com, and we are the engine that makes this train run. Larry Smith, Mike Kegley, Brad Sturdy. Many of you already know what we're all about, but for those of you who might be finding us for the first time, let me be clear. Two names you will not hear in these next two hours, Ben Simmons and LeBron James. Uh, Folks, one doesn't want to play. The other stopped playing like a month ago. His season's over. Just let it go. There are a thousand other stories to tell, and we will talk about some of those today. Fellas, am I right? Am I right? (laughs) You're exactly right, Larry. Time to move on. We are not ESPN or Fox. It is time to talk about sports people care about in Illinois. Yeah, yeah. I'm so tired. I mean, Ben Simmons is not going to, but yeah, he hasn't played since 2009. Yeah, I know. Enough. Let's move on. We move on here at the Sports Spectacular. Lots to get to in these next couple of hours. Let's tip things off though with the Line Eye Hoops. Uh, it is the offseason, but so much happening behind the scenes with the transfer portal. There's a lot of buzz surrounding who might be coming in, changing all the time. Uh, Brad Sturdy, you are uh, the man who always is in the know. What's the latest you can tell us? Yeah, I think there are a couple guys. You know, Illinois uh, put out a lot of feelers, talked to a lot of people since they've gone into the portal and, and kind of you know, looked at different guys. I think two guys that are standing out right now are Pete Nance, who came coming from Northwestern, who's uh, got an in, invitation to the G League uh, Combine, and uh, Illinois has re- would really like him. Feel like he's a great fit, brings some versatility, can play four or five, would be a really nice fit with their current front court of Dane Danger and Coleman Hawkins. And then, uh, of course, the other guy is going to the got an invite to the NBA Combine, um, which is I think May 18th through 22nd, and that's Matthew Mayer. Uh, Meyer, rather, Matthew Meyer from Baylor, who is a 6'9", kind of jack-of-all-trades, could play a little bit of anywhere, could probably play anywhere from three, four, five, whatever it is. So um, I think you're looking at um, them trying to add some size, um, especially some depth up front um, to through the transfer portal before they hit that June 1 when they start, you know, seeing who's going to be on to get these guys back on campus. So, Brad, one of the questions that I hear from Illinois fans is, they can't possibly think they're going to get both guys. And then I look at the way Coach Underwood, you know, approaches recruiting. I look at the way Tim Anderson and, and the rest of the staff approach recruiting. Um, is, there, is there a chance that they could land both of these players and supercharge the roster for next year? I mean, you know, that's one of those things. They're not recruiting and saying we're going to take only one of these guys. I, Illinois wants – Illinois would take both guys. I mean, they're different. You know, Nance can play five, you know, Meyer can play four, three, whatever. You can move Coleman Hawkins. You got so much versatility then among those front court pieces. And that doesn't even count like a guy like Ty Rogers where you can play some small ball and put him at the four. So, you know, Meyer's got, um, you know, a ton of people. Um, UNC's after both guys. It seems like there's a lot of buzz about North Carolina and Illinois with these two. So I, I think there's a, there's a lot of interest um, in Illinois as a program because they think they can win right away. And that's what these guys want. And so this is uh, LA's great opportunity. So one, one other question, Brad, because this is fascinating with the NIL um, connections that Illinois has, will it hurt 
North Carolina in recruiting, regardless of whether it's against Illinois, uh, what happened with Dawson Garcia and the promises that were made to him that never materialized and he left? I think it's definitely uh, something Illinois can bring up to get into their recruiting process. It's definitely something they're going to say, look, here's a guy who thought he was going to get X number of dollars in NIL and it, it never materialized. So I think that's something Illinois can really use on their behalf. And, and, and I will say that there's a lot of complete – I think last year there were people didn't have a clue what NIL was going to be. Yep. Nobody had any idea what it was going to look like. And now we have a pretty good idea of what it's going to be. And so it's going to be very interesting to see how teams move forward um, at this point and, and see if guys, can, they can find a little more, um, I guess, accurate information heading into the and choosing their team. You know, what's really impressive about this roster. And again, we, we don't know how this is going to shape up, obviously still several weeks to go. And, and you've got a couple of scholarships, maybe three, maybe even four to play with possibly. I think the way this thing kind of shakes out is you're going to have nine or 10 guys who all could start for major power five teams, uh, top 25 programs. I mean, you're talking about a, a possibly of having, if you get the guys, cause we haven't discussed even Courtney Ramey um, who would be the fifth year player from Texas, from St. Louis as a veteran point guard uh, to kind of help in the backcourt. You, like you said, you're talking about a, a Ty Rogers off the bench or a Jaden Epps who just gets buckets or, you know, fellow freshman, sincere Harris. I mean, you know, to your point, you could have so many different mat, different lineups and they're interchangeable where, like you said, you could, you could play small ball and have Ty Rogers at six, six at the four or play him possibly, you know, a couple minutes at the point at six, six. Yeah. There's so much versatility and size and length. And, you know, there, there's a, a good opportunity for Illinois to have start a starting lineup with nobody under six, three and multiple guys at six, seven, or, you know, with, four guys, six, seven or higher, bigger. I mean, it, it's really would be a different looking team than we've seen from Illinois. Um, and that's not to say that the guys they've had aren't good, weren't good players, you know, Alfonso Plummer, Trent Frazier. But man, if you can get the same player, but get them like five inches taller, that's a pretty good gig. That's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Yeah. And I, th I think it's really interesting the way the Illinois staff has kind of focused on the transfer portal. You know, there's, there's almost like a wave approach. There's the initial group. Then there's the second wave, and then you get the folks who come in, um, you know, at the end of the NBA uh, time frame. So it's almost like you're recruiting, you're trying to almost surf, but you're recruiting three different waves while you also go out and recruit um, high school juniors so that you can land them their senior year. How, how, how are the coaches reacting to this? It's got to increase their workload phenomenally, doesn't it, in the offseason now? Yeah, there, there is no offseason. Uh, it was funny. I was, uh, I was talking to Brad Underwood, and he, he told me, he said, I am definitely going to go on a vacation for a, a week. And I, I just said, I'm out for one week. Uh, and he, he said, I just need to get away. And because there is no break. There is no time when you get to have time off. So the, it's constant. It never ends. Now, one thing I'll say is that a lot of people get panicked early on in the portal season. Well, Illinois is not adding this guy. Well, Illinois is trying to add guys who can make a, an impact and make them a better team. They're not just trying to find guys to fill a roster or a project type guy. They want guys who can play. And so you're going to add the first guy they added, of course, Terrence Shannon. He can play. They added Sky Clark. He can play. So this has been a good offseason already for Illinois. They're going to add more guys that can play 
over the next uh, few weeks. Yeah, you're right. That's the thing. That the, the difference is not just you're not just adding to your point, guys who may in a couple of years, everyone coming in is expected to contribute on day one. And and what a again, what a deep, deep, talented roster this already is looking at regardless of, of who ends up coming in. Hey, keep it here. Much more to come. The contract heard around the world this week, and it wasn't issued by a sports team. We'll talk about it next on the Sports Spectacular. Have a business you'd like to promote right here? To advertise on the Sports Spectacular, reach out at info at and use the passion of the Illini guys to reach your audience. That's info at Slow down, they say. You're getting older. Relax. Seriously, you're on a mission. You've got places to go, grandkids to see. At OSF Healthcare, we want you to be the best you possible, whoever you are, wherever you're going, whatever your mission is. We're here to support it because that's our mission. Your life, our mission. Learn more at osfhealthcare.org slash your way planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business whether it's a leaky roof windows or door worn out siding or paint outdated kitchen bathroom or basement look no further than hx home solutions your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out trusted by chicagoland since 1950 find out why hx gets an a plus rating by the better business bureau call today 224-880-6000 that's hx home solutions 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. Welcome back. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Illini underscore guys. Same uh, for Instagram as well. Hey, it's our newsmaker line presented by PUC Bank. You know, as we as as we relax here in our state of the art studio here at the Illini Guys World Headquarters, we realize that we have it pretty good. And then it dawns on us that we're not Tom Brady. Yeah, there's a good number of you I know who wish he would just go away, and you now are assured that that's not ever going to happen, ever like ever in a deal that's unprecedented in the history of American sports and the media. The future Hall of Fame quarterback earlier this week inking a deal this, uh, that few active players have. Ten years, $375 million to become Fox Sports' lead game analyst once his playing career is over. So you thought the whole retirement talk meant that he was going to ride off into the sunset and maybe go do Hertz commercials? No. It, it ain't happening. You got him. He's all yours, America. Enjoy. <laughs> You know, it's amazing. I, I definitely, after seeing those numbers, I, I think we need to renegotiate here, Larry, on my contract. Because, um, you know, my, my 10 years at $3.75 looked good, but I, I think I at least need thirty-seven fifty for 10 years. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it, it, it is amazing. And if you're Greg Olson, you got to be thinking like, well, what am I, chopped liver? You know, you, now, now you're the number one guy until Brady – might be next year, might be the year after, might wait till he's 45. Who knows? You know, you're, you're kind of up in the air. That's got to feel great. But I will say, watching Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning has kind of started this, I'm nice to the players. I'll yell at the refs a little bit or the coaches. And I'll just kind of explain football. 
And I think he's kind of opened a doorway if Brady's willing to do that. I think he can walk through and do that pretty effectively. But here's the one thing I think that no one's thinking about. Have you ever heard Tom Brady talk? Tom Brady is not very exciting. He's a phenomenal quarterback. He's a great leader. He's a fantastic athlete. A wordsmith? He's not. He's not a John Madden. He's not a Tony Romo. I thought John Gruden was grossly overpaid at six million bucks a year because John Gruden really didn't say much. I mean, remember that. Remember once his 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 great line in a playoff game, Chiefs Titans, a few years ago, was that if Mariota threw the ball well and if the running game went well, this would be the day that the Chiefs <laughs> remember the Titans. And I'm not exaggerating. That was his analysis of the game for six million dollars. Okay, I could have done that. That's the piece I think that that obviously it's a bidding war. Fox wanted to jump in, make sure that no one else got him. Um, but here's my question for you. Have you ever chosen to watch an NFL game because of who the announcers were? No, I, that's exactly it. I wonder if there's like, I, I mean, you have to wonder like, what's the, what's the, what are you getting out of it? Like, I mean, are people going to listen because Tom Brady is speaking and I'll be honest, he doesn't have the personality of a, although I think he's gotten better, but he doesn't have the same personality of Peyton Manning and people like that. So I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure what his, you know, I'm not sure what the end game here, how they're going to re- get the return on investment here is much like the NIL return on investment we see in basketball and football. I'm not sure it's actually there, but Hey, it looks cool. And maybe people will, I don't know, maybe New England Patriots fans and Tampa Bay, maybe he's going to go to another team now and get another set of fans so that he can have more people that want to listen to him after he retires. Yeah, and and you got to wonder, Fox has a large, you know, uh, media conglomerate. Maybe they have other things in mind with him. You know, he has entered some of the uh, uh, more political arena in terms of some opinions and stuff, Um, and, and that could be something else. But I, I think the interesting thing is, is he's clearly one of the players that you're going to put in the conversation as the GOAT of NFL football. And those expectations are going to be sky high with that dollar amount that he's going to be, he's going to fall into that very highest level of announcers. And that's, I guess I would want $37 million a year if I'm going to have expectations that high. And if I have it for 10 years, I guess it doesn't matter if I don't if I don't perform at that level. Yeah, I, but but you're hitting on um, what I was going to get to next, and I think that I think it's not just the game analysis. I do think there are these other things that um, he will be doing, other projects for Fox, uh, not so much for Fox News, but I think Fox, the TV channel, there may be some kind of yep. game show like you know LeBron James and Steph Curry have their things on the shows. He'll do that kind of thing. The money is staggering. Uh, One report I saw this week that someone added up all the dollars. And after the 2022 season, Tom Brady in his 22-23 season NFL career will have made $317 million as a quarterback. And yet in the 10 years already as an announcer, he'll make $375 million. I mean, it is just it is just staggering, you know, and the only thing you can compare it to really, I think, is is what Tony Romo got with with CBS and Tony Romo. People forget was a communications major at Eastern Illinois. I mean, he studied to be NTV um, and went to a teacher's college. So there is a much different um, 
preparation before football, if you will, than what Tom Brady had. Um, and, and Tony does a, does a fantastic job. I mean, he's right now, he's the preeminent guy. EIU grads are awesome too. Well, and it, EIU grads are awesome. Well, I, wanted to, I wanted to leave that line for you. Exactly. We all know what, what EIU can do. We're living proof right here. Thank you very much. Yes. Same. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, some of us are just exceptional. Tony Romo, Larry Smith, some other guy. And then I get down. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Sean Payton. Oh yeah, yeah. Then yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. And down there at the bottom, some guy graduated a long time ago. So. Burl Ives. Burl Ives was Mr. Silver and Gold himself. Came from Eastern. You didn't know that he played football. Eastern man. Silver and gold. Where do you think he got that? Because they were blue and silver. Edit that out. Oh my gosh. I sound Mike, just like Mike you. singing. I sound just like Burl Ives. Oh my goodness. If he was like after he got stabbed in the throat. <laughs> I did not specify that that, but maybe that's what I was going for, Brad. Oh my goodness. Okay. Oh, this this the Saluki has spoken. Uh yeah, Tom Brady, a lot of money. So if you need a loan, uh go and that's and that by the way, it's not even including what his wife made, the supermodel. So I mean, this is the the billion dollar couple, there's no question. Hey, they have to make ends meet, Larry. <laughs> gas is expensive so exactly. we'll talk more about gas here in the show anyway <laughs> this segment presented by Busey bank more Illini sports on the way including a tough week for the Illini in florida that's up next here all along the Illini guys radio network since Busey bank first opened our doors in 1868 we have built upon a tradition of close relationships and broad financial capabilities Our experienced team provides the highest level of personalized service to ensure we accomplish your goals, simplifying your wealth management and business lending needs, and ensuring a legacy for generations. Building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Hi, this is Larry Smith, proud native of Central Illinois. It's been an honor to have reported on the world's biggest sporting events for the past three decades. And as a lifelong Illini fan, it's a privilege to now be with IlliniGuys.com. My friends and I put this together with one goal in mind, to have the best Illini-centric website around. Great features, podcasts, insider stuff. I know a little something about telling athlete stories, and these guys know a lot about the Illini. It's a perfect match. Come over and check it out. IlliniGuys.com. Slow down, they say. You're getting older. Relax. Seriously, you're on a mission. You've got places to go, grandkids to see. At OSF Healthcare, we want you to be the best you possible, whoever you are, wherever you're going, whatever your mission is. We're here to support it because that's our mission. Your life, our mission. Learn more at osfhealthcare.org slash your way larry smith mike kegley brad sturdy here on the sports spectacular matt stevens and kendrick prince of illiniguys.com will be joining us here in a bit along with the illini gal adelia mckenzie of the illini women's basketball team you know exam week for her we'll check in and see uh, how she did uh this week um she's the illini gal joins us every week from the Basketball team that's coming up here in the second hour of the Illini guys sports spectacular. Let's talk a little uh, uh, sports from this week. Uh, tough outing down in Florida, guys. Illini women's team in the NCAA Tallahassee regional, and uh, coming up short, they they do not get a chance uh, to advance to the championship round out in Arizona. Yeah, didn't didn't have a good 
good uh, first round and then kind of bounced back in the second round, but that then fell apart a little bit in, the, in round three and didn't advance, but, you know, still a, still a good showing, um, you know, putting themselves in contention. It, women's golf, it's almost like when you compare it to the men's golf, it, the expectations are probably a little bit higher than, than you could imagine. So uh, it's tough for them to keep up with the men, but they did a good job this year, good season. Yeah, I mean, it was the fifth consecutive NCAA regional appearance. I mean, so they've got the program going in the right direction. And the other thing is, is when you have the home, the home, you know, team, so to speak, uh, Florida State just erupt and just, you know, play fantastic or, you know, shoot fantastic golf. It, it just puts you in a, in a real pickle. You know, there's not a lot of room for error then. And, and, you know, Illinois just, you know, ninth place. It's, it's, you know, not bad, but, but again, just a, a rough, rough time when you got FSU playing that well. Yeah. And when you think about also in terms of, again, UCLA, Southern teams, you know, those are the teams that did the best in moving on now to the championship round, you know, Brad, talk about in terms of, you know, just how tough it is um, and how impressive it is that Illinois coaches are able to in the spring sports, you know, in baseball, softball, golf, are able to, to field nationally competitive programs when you're at that disadvantage because you don't have the weather to go with it, you've got to have the, you know, state of the art um, training facilities to, to keep up with all those who have the warmer weather. Yeah. It's much more difficult. And you see, you know, things like, um, you know, they have to have more turf um, up here in baseball, softball regions. You got to have, you know, in better indoor facilities and in golf. And, And these are the kind of things that you have to, you know, add to the cost, but, I think it's impressive to see what they're able to do competing with those warm weather schools because, you know, they get year round nice weather and we've all, everyone who lives here in Illinois um, knows what it's like, you know, in the winter, there's a lot of times when you wish you could get out and, uh, and, and play golf or wish you can get out on the field and whether it's baseball, softball, and you just can't be done. Yeah. And, and you kind of see, you know, again, uh, clearly the, the coach small method is being used here where you, you just keep getting your team into the NCAAs and you, you, you keep putting them in positions and you build the program, you attract better recruits, you build some knowledge of how to handle the pressure. And then each year, you know, you get a chance to move the ball forward. So, you know, it wasn't maybe all they hoped for this season, but you feel like they're, they're in a good place, you know, to keep, keep building the program and, and, and moving it forward, which, you know, we've had a lot of times in, in Illinois sports where we've got coaches who just they can't develop that consistency. Yeah, meanwhile, another program doing very well this spring is softball. Uh, tough outing at East Lansing on Thursday as they were upset by Ohio State. And you look at this, you know, the, the Buckeyes were only the six seed, Illinois getting the, the bye as a three seed. But this was the Buckeyes' 35th win of the season. This, this isn't a, this is, it's a pretty good six seed that they lost to. Yeah, the Ohio State actually has a higher RPI than Illinois. They played a really tough schedule. The one thing about baseball and softball that winning a conference size is a little different than it is, and not saying that it's not good to win, you know, it doesn't mean anything, but it's a little different because they don't play everyone. And so you might have – you play series. You might play a three-game series. You might not, but I think their RPI looks to be about 34, 35 range, and so uh, they should get an at-large bid in the NCAA tournament, and then they – you know, we'll see what happens. They have a really nice – um, lineup and a nice pitching staff. If their defense can hold up, then, uh, you know, they got a chance to maybe pull an upset. 
Yeah, and when we had Coach Perry on, you know, she was just fantastic. And you could tell, again, it's kind of a pattern that you're seeing here at Illinois under, you know, Josh Whitman is, is you have these coaches building a solid foundation. And, and instead of, you know, trying for the, the instant rebuild or whatever, you know, they're, they're kind of building it with some stability over time. And, you know, obviously she wants to have that breakthrough year. And maybe this year's tournament is the time that it happened. I'd certainly rather have um, those three errors in an inning right now and be able to have kids listen to me a little more seriously in practice than have it be the last game of the year that I'm probably not going to want to watch on videotape till August or sometime like that. Yeah, so the Illini softball team uh, falling in uh, the quarterfinals, and now they will uh, await, as Brad mentioned, probably hearing their name called. If you want to watch that live, you can. Sunday on ESPN2, 6 p.m. Central Time on ESPN2. They're going to announce the entire bracket of the 2022 NCAA tournament. And again, we do expect the Illini to uh, be a part of that. As Brad mentioned, they've got a really nice lineup. And um, what a job by by Coach Perry going in 34-20, and 20, as you mentioned, um, if I'm not mistaken, I think 30 win seasons in every non-COVID year for her. So what a great job she's doing with the program there. And we uh, also, by the way, we should mention, too, that um, Illini men have their regular season finale weekend. Uh, that's coming up. And then um, also the, the track team, I believe, also is uh, at the uh, Big Ten uh, Outdoor Championships. Uh, that's up in Minneapolis. So a lot of stuff going on. Uh, the men uh, baseball team hosting Nebraska in the final home series as well. So there you have it. You're covered uh, with all that goodness. All right. Stay with us right here. Much more coming up here on the Sports Spectacular NBA playoffs ongoing. We'll get the guys thoughts next on the Sports Spectacular. The Sports Spectacular is the place to be all summer. Be sure to join us each week for great giveaways. And you could double your winning power by joining IlliniGuys.com. Paid members there just won a $100 gift card and some sweet polo shirts. Uh, they sign up for the best insider info and have come away with Cubs tickets, swag, cash, and more because uh, we like to have fun on IlliniGuys.com. And the joy of giving continues here on the Sports Spectacular. We continue here in this uh, midway NBA playoffs. And, uh, fellas, we're just talking here in the break. Um, it's been a lot of fun uh, to watch. I mean, I, I don't know who your team is, but, uh, but every night, great drama and just some, some great, um, really competitive uh, games. Yeah, it's been fun to watch. I mean, you go into this a lot of times. You've gone to the, you know, you go back to the Bulls era, the Warriors era, era, you know, yeah, or or the LeBron James era. It seems like you always know who's going to win or what two teams are going to meet in the finals. And I think it's wide open this year. You've seen teams, even the top teams in each um, side, whether the Suns or the Heat, have struggled at, uh, at times and uh, looked like they were vulnerable. Um, and this, the South Bucks series, has just been fantastic. Um, some high level basketball. Giannis is playing like, you know, the best player in the game, which he is. And Jason Tatum's like um, a legit, you know, one of the top five players in the game. So this is, uh, it's fun to watch this. Um, This happens kind of a, maybe a little bit of a changing of the guard, you know, from the LeBron Durant um, era, although Steph Curry's still out there draining threes, but it's kind of a little bit different. What, by the way, you said competitive games. The Grizzlies game against the Warriors the other night was the wildest thing. I mean, that was like, like, looked like a junior high girls game, 100 to two or something like that. It was insane. Yeah. And, and the Grizzlies are interesting because they, they're pretty lethal. Their record without Jaws, pretty darn good. 
and they play a, a, a really good brand of ball. Um, it's kind of an, I'm, I'm not saying you don't want Ja on the team, but I'm just saying it's, it's, it's really amazing how well they play. And then when you look at this season, you know, before the season started, everybody had kind of penciled in the Lakers against the Brooklyn Nets and the Lakers don't make the playoffs and the Nets are out in the first round. Um, that, that to me is a plus for the league. Because you're not in, you're not into that, you know. So I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's, it's what, been what fun so far. Yeah, what I know you were broke up over LeBron losing Brad, but we we're going to get you a free counselor. You can't win Thanks. any contests here, but we will get you a counselor. I appreciate that, Mike. <laughs> Always giving. Remember the top of the show. We don't mention that, that name. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but, you're, but you're exactly right. It's one that I think that that's what makes it so much fun. Um, and how about the Grizzlies? Uh, their general manager, youngest ever to be named the NBA's top exec, only 33 years old. So it certainly is a, a changing of the guard. And I think that's I think it's great. That's fresh that you've got, you know, you, you know, um, Giannis as, as a former MVP coming in. You know, he's not yet 30. As you mentioned, Jason Tatum, uh, 27 points per game this regular season, really matured here in the postseason and what those guys have done. And how about Steph Curry? I don't know what the Warriors come away with a fourth championship ring to extend their dynasty the way that the Spurs did, you know, in the, in the late nineties and all through the two thousands and into the, the teens. Um, but I give so much credit to the Warriors and especially Steph Curry. When I think of, of legend of leader champion, um, you know, Curry is the player who comes to mind. Yeah. Steph is, Steph is special. I mean, he does some great things. They play the game and he's fun and, you know, he just has an exciting brain. He's really changed the game. Uh, he's made the three-pointer, you know, mainstream, and teams are taking as many threes they are twos anymore. So, um, in, in large part, because of him, um, he's just changed the way the game's played and kind of transcended things a little bit. So that, that's fun to watch. By the way, I do think the Grizzlies should trade John Morant to the Bulls, um, yeah. just because you know they're playing so much better without him. I think exactly. that definitely that's what they should do. <laughs> uh, you guys agree? I mean, I will, we'll throw together a trade. They can have a couple of Lonzos and a, I don't know, somebody else. I don't know. We'll throw in a. Well, we'll like, we can sign and trade Zach Levine to him. How about that? There you are. You know what? Anything that gets you gets him out up to Chicago would be good for Bulls fans. No, I think you know the ironic thing is Steph Curry is no Michael Jordan, but I think he's had a bigger impact on how the game is played than Michael Jordan did, based on what we're seeing this transition to the three point bombs that are out there and the, and the change in the offense, which makes a guy like Kofi Coburn just kind of an afterthought as opposed to the first guy to go in the draft because you can pound the ball inside to him. Uh, the other thing that's interesting is Golden State, I think their upper ceiling has been lowered a little bit because Clay Thompson is not the lockdown defender he used to be. And without that lockdown defender on the court, um, you know, you run into issues with, you know, Steph's not that good a defender and you can start looking at the other guys and say, yeah, we're in a little bit of trouble on how we're going to defend the perimeter. Yeah. But you think too about in terms of the, the small ball and what we're seeing right now, even what Illinois is attempting to do with maybe we may see that, you know, the, the, you know, the six, nine, six, 10, uh, you know, yeah. traditional stretch four playing some stretch five. That's where the warriors came in, you know, playing, yeah. you know, Draymond green, who was an undersized power forward at the five, but he just was so, uh, good with the ball and, and the way they've done things. So, yeah, I mean, continuing on as we approach the, uh, you know, here the conference uh, finals round and looking forward to the final four there and uh, some really good basketball ahead 
uh, in the NBA. Uh, the Illini men's golf team teeing off the NCAA New Haven Regional next week. Uh, we talked with Mike Small, the head coach and the reigning Big Ten Coach of the Year last week. We'll hear a little bit more from him again this week and talk more about the Illini's chances to get through the regional up in Connecticut and then move on to the championship round in Arizona later on this month. That's just ahead on the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. At Busey Bank, we understand you have a vision for your future, and we're committed to helping you achieve your dreams. Since 1868, we've invested in recruiting and retaining the best and brightest associates. Busey's unique culture is one that values and supports you, provides opportunities for growth, and it's much more than a job. It's a career. Build relationships, build community, and build your career at Busey Bank. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows, or door, worn out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. This segment presented by OSF Healthcare. Earlier, we talked about the Illini women's golf team reaching the NCAA tournament for the third time in a row, uh, but they came up short Wednesday afternoon in Tallahassee and failed to advance to the national championship round in Scottsdale, Arizona. Well, next week, it's the men's turn. The seven-time reigning Big Ten champion goes into the NCAA New Haven Regional as the four seed with sights set on heading to Arizona as well for the championship round. Head coach Mike Small joined us last week on the Sports Spectacular and talked about the journey ahead. We want to replay just a little bit of that when he talked about the NCAA, and then we'll talk more Illini golf. Do you get a – is there a course that style that you like, or is there a style that you look, this fits our team, or is, when you look at this – this I, I was, you know, it, it, obviously I'm not a – I like to golf, but I'm not good at it. So I don't understand all the nuances. So tell me about the, you know, how you look at the course and how you break it down. Sure. I think different courses fit different players, but in team golf, if you have enough different players, then you're never really out of a course. If that makes sense. Uh, We have some players that have different strengths in the game, which in recruiting, you always try to recruit the best players you can. But at the same time, if you can recruit different players with different strengths, different strengths, that kind of, uh, safeguards you against some courses that may that may not fit people's eyes but we talk a lot and we pride ourselves on a mindset um, of, of a competitive mindset where there's no regrets no second chance you know worries and and uh, re, you know thinking about things and excuses so we'll go anywhere and play anybody anytime and that's kind of what we always talk about and um, so we don't look at that deeply enough but I'm sure there are turn our golf courses that guys don't like but that's what you got teammates for to hold you up if that's the case. The the question I have looking at the Big Ten Coach of the Year award, do you have to like get new shelves to put all these <laughs> awards on? Because I'm sitting here and I'm like, this is just incredible for for folks who who haven't you know uh, had a chance to follow Illini golf. You know, you're looking at Coach of the Year in 2002, 2009 through 13. 2015 through 19. I mean, that, that is unbelievable. Um, what do you, what do you use to push yourself and your team 
to achieve at such a high level? Um, I think we're competitive people. I think anything we do, we want to do well. I try to recruit kids like that that have pride. Um, in, in college athletics, though, you have a new team every year and new kids every year. And we always motivate where the young freshmen that come in want to get a ring because you never know if you're going to get another one. So you got to grab it as soon as you can. So when the new players come in, it's, it's their turn to we got to get them a ring. So there's more impetus and more more um, uh, focus on that. But we just try to stay in the present. And I learned a long time ago that if you stay in the present, keep your nose to the grindstone, do the best you can every day, uh, the future will take care of itself. If you get too far into the future and you start counting those trophies or those rings all the time, you kind of get a little soft and then your mind's in the past and then you're worried about the future. And if you just do things the right way and control your space, like we talk about, and um, which is your mind and your emotions and what you can control, um, in the end, um, the chances of accumulating um, those awards or those victories or those, those championships will add up. Um, but it's, it's something that we're very proud of. Um, we, we talk about our team a lot about consistency and the way we think and the way we go run our lives. And I think this longevity of our success uh, within the conference and within the, the nation, I mentioned a minute ago, what we've done at the national tournament um, speaks volumes for how we try to be consistent and, and um, you know, not, not sit at home and count what we've already had, but try to get another one. And we should add to that the 2022 Big Ten Coach of the Year. Congratulations on that. Uh, to add, to, so, Mike, so I'm building that shelf. And uh, you've got the Big Ten uh, Unanimous Player of the Year as well. Uh, Adrian, the Frenchman, how do you say his last name? Uh, Adrian Dumont de Chassart. Okay, okay. So I would have been close enough. I didn't want to, to, you know, it's like croissant. You say it wrong and boom, there you go. Thank you, <laughs> running scared movie fans. Hey, let's get to the your NCAA tournament. You're going to New Haven. Uh, here next week, uh, and uh, Yale is the host. Tell us about how the field shakes, shakes uh, the field shakes up. Try this again. Tell us how the field shapes up for you guys. Well, when you get to the NCAA in the postseason, all the fields are strong. You got 14 teams trying to qualify for five spots that go out to Scottsdale for the national finals. Uh, we're playing Yale, which is a historic um, old uh, golf course that's um, kind of got old, old, old school flavor to it. And it's something that we're going to have to, uh, deal with, but we played there before we played well there before. I think the course sets up well for us. I think the field is obviously, like I said, uh, deep and top heavy with three ACC teams. And then it's got three strong mid-major Southeastern, um, part of the country teams that are really good. And so like any other year, Larry, we're gonna have to show up and play hard and stay in the moment and compete and try to win the dang thing and not just try to qualify. And then we'll be okay. Hopefully. You know, it's, it's sad to see the women, you know, lose, but, uh, they, you know, it's still a good run. They, they had a good second round, can't bounce back. But I really think, you know, the men have a – they have some – they have a chance. Uh, I know it's a tough regional. Um, I think they do have a chance of advancing. And I, I think it would be great to see them, you know, get into the, the match play portion. Because if you get into that match play portion at the end, then anything can happen. So, um, I, I think that they – Mike Small's obviously got a – he's got – he's a juggernaut. And so – just get him in the get him give him a chance at the end and they gotta they can win it all yeah it's it's almost like a bill self replay because you know he keeps his team at the top and if you're at the top you're gonna you're gonna have the opportunity to compete when it really matters and to me he positions his team well and and now it's just a matter of of when the players you know they all click at the same time 
Yeah. And it's one that, like you said, I'd love to see them get in. And you're, I think the bill self thing is, is exactly right. That this is an Illini team now that is in it. I, I, I think I don't have it in front of me. I think it's 13 of 14 years they've advanced to the national championship round. Um, and you're right. You've, you've got to be in it every year, be in it every year, be in it every year, and then get that shot to have some shots uh, uh, fall your way to uh, get that championship. Does Mike Small have a toupee as well? Does he have a toupee or I didn't know. I, I was just curious. We will that, let yeah. Matt. Can Matt pull on his hair and tell us? He's got that hat. I didn't know. I mean, I, I'm just checking. I mean, I, we're doing Bill Self comparisons. I thought we'd just check that one, too. Oh, wait. Was that, is that a secret? I'm sorry. <laughs> Bill Self, Bill Shatner, they all have him. There you go. You know what? I, I, I got to be honest. I think Bill Self, It's it's a if, if he does have it, it's pretty good. I think it's a pretty good. Oh, it's elite. It's elite. It's as good as his, his program. <laughs> I, five star two well pay. He has the best. He's basically the best coach in college basketball. He's got to have the best two pay. Yeah, yeah. He makes the money. That's so. about the best for Bill. Yeah, yeah. I think it's pretty. It's it's pretty believable. Well, he doesn't overdo it. Yes, that, that's, that's for sure. Thing. He doesn't. He doesn't overdo it. He he. You know, it's it's. You know, and that's 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 the key. So I saw someone the other day that uh, that I. I interact with on a regular basis. That all of a sudden had one one day and it was gone the next. And I thought, okay. That's what you don't do. So you know, <laughs> you're, you're, you're not. You're not I, I didn't mean to sidetrack us here into hairdos. Brad's big on the hairdos. You're not. Least, yeah. I, I, I have the best hairdo. It's I have low maintenance hair. There you go. It's, it's not there. <laughs> you can't be marine one day and pompadour the next. You, you can't. Exactly. You know. Sinbad said that if you bald on Monday, you can't have hair down to your butt on Wednesday. You can't do that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this, get this train back on the tracks. This segment presented by OSF Healthcare. More on all of this after a break here on the Sports Spectacular. Stay with us. <laughs> You're tuned in to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Slow down, they say. You're getting older. Relax. Seriously. You're on a mission. You've got places to go, grandkids to see. At OSF Healthcare, we want you to be the best you possible, whoever you are, wherever you're going, whatever your mission is. We're here to support it because that's our mission. Your life, our mission. Learn more at osfhealthcare.org/yourway. Do you like what you hear? Let the passion of Illini guys promote your business. The sponsors are signing up right now for the upcoming fall season and our ad space is limited. Shoot us an email at info at and find out how easy it is to reach diehard sports fans in 30 key markets in six states. That's info at Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows or door, worn out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions.
Welcome back. Talking Illini golf, Illini men's golf. Let's now bring in Matt Stevens of IlliniGuys.com. Uh, Matt wears many hats for us, but uh, one of them uh, did a great job with the golf coverage for us this week with ladies down in Tallahassee. And and Matt, I know you have a special connection to, to Mike Small and actually talk to Coach on a regular basis. Mike's known me since the day I was born. I was born in Danville Hospital. Um, right, right. Basically, he, he de- did he deliver you? Yeah, no, he did not. He's not. He's not a doctor, um, and doesn't play one on TV um, <laughs> or, or at the U of I. But uh, it was. I don't think they had Holiday and Express that long ago. No, but the hospital's like two two blocks away from where Mike grew up and was and was raised. So um, yeah, no, he's he's known me and and my family for for a really long time, and. Um, you know, being from Mike being originally from Danville and, and I was my junior golf coach, um, that started out. So, um, you know, I, I, I talked to him after the, uh, when he got home after the, uh, NCAA championships over in Indiana, um, when he got home and, uh, he was really, really happy with the way that his team just kind of grinded out another big 10 championship. And I, I, I get the sense from Mike that, he understands this isn't his most talented team that he's ever had at Illinois. You know, Thomas Peters isn't playing for this team. Thomas Dietrich isn't playing for this team. Scott Langley's not playing for this team. You know, Charlie Danielson's not playing for this team. Steve Stricker, his former college teammate, and him had a more, much more talented team when he was a player at Illinois. Um, but this team fights like he like Mike trains you as a golfer to fight. And a lot of it is about fight. And a lot of it is about, you know, trying to just grind out rounds where you're not bringing your A game. And he specifically told me when he got home, he said, look, we didn't play our best and we didn't bring our A game and we still won. And that's that's what I've been telling our guys that we've got to do throughout this whole thing. And um, and then they, they get into an NCAA regional where when I was talking to him, obviously, he didn't know where they were going to be sent. And then they get sent to a regional that I think is a pretty much a free for all. Um, we'll get to it probably later on in the segment, but of all the regionals I think he could have been sent to, there were a lot more talented teams at the top end of, of, of lineups that would have probably caused Illinois some problems and some matchups to make it out of a top five regional. I don't find the Yale regional to be that for, for, for Mike and, and those boys and those guys. I think that, you know, there isn't a top level team in that regional that really would scare the university of Illinois right now. And, and there isn't any reason where, why they can't finish in the top five and advance to Arizona. And there really isn't any reason that they can't win that regional because if they get the weather that I think they're going to have over in New Haven, Connecticut, Illinois is very, very prepared to play in that type of stuff because they've been planning it all year long this, this season in the spring. Matt, is it, you know, you talk about that toughness. Does that maybe show up even more if they can get into a match play situation down the road? Because then it'd be, you know, you can really grind out, you know, you know, just, uh, you know, just making it tough on the guy next to you and becomes such a mental game and match play as well. There's no doubt, Brad, because the match play is so interesting because you're dropping a score in the stroke play. You're only taking four out of five in the match play. You need all five guys and you need them all five to fight and you need them all f- to fight for a point um, in, in that best of five situation. So you're not able to just kind of subtract somebody out of the lineup um, in, in a given round that's where Mike wants everybody to kind of be. That's where he wants the mentality of them to be is one through five. Let's, 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 you know, not have any kind of drop off, you know, and they got that in the big 10 in a certain way. I think Adrian carried them over this, over the first day and kept them in the golf tournament, quite honestly. And, and, 
if they don't have his 64 or uh, to open up the golf tournament, they don't win that golf tournament as a team because they would have been so far behind. There would have been no way to come back. And then the other four guys picked up the number one player um, on the roster and, and, and played their butt off for the last two days to get them over the hump to pass Michigan state and to win that big 10 championship. I think that that's where your match play scenario go, comes into play is that you're, you're going to need multiple guys on a given day to play really, really well in order to get those three points out of five every, every time to, to, in order to advance. And, and, and Mike has an experience with that. These guys don't, um, Mike was talking to me last week about the, they have the, some of these guys have the experience of what it takes to win a big 10 title, even when you're not at your best, they have the, what it takes to advance to Arizona, you know, even if you're not at your best, but none of these guys were on that team that went all the way to the final, um, that Mike, that Mike has best experience and that staff has experience, but these guys haven't, but, uh, you know, they were, they were Justin Thomas away from winning an NCAA title at Illinois. And I, I think, I think, yeah, I think these guys have the ability one through five to play really, really well and not have a drop off from one to five. And I think that could be a, that could be a factor come, come if they get into the top eight, but getting into that top eight is once you get to Arizona is so freaking hard. And Mike would be the first to tell you that. So how does this team compare one to five through the, to the rest of the teams in the regional? I think Adrian is one of the best players in the Big Ten. I think he's one of the – I think he can be one of the best players in the country. I do believe he's going to try to make a go of it professionally and, and, and try to get on a tour somewhere, whether it's the PGA Tour or whether it's the European Tour, um, like, like the, you know, Thomas Dietrich and Thomas Peters are, are currently doing right now. I, I think he's got a shot. I think the rest of the guys are real, real young or they're, they're at a point where they have a lot of experience and they can grind out some rounds – um, that you wouldn't really expect. I think Pearson Hunt is a guy that I think is, you know, from Heartland, Arrowhead, Wisconsin, 15 minutes from where I grew up. He's a really, really good, good player. And I think he can grind. He's, he's proven that he can grind out rounds and make, and, and make, and be a real competitive out again, if they get to that top eight and they get into that match play scenario. And then you've got younger guys like a Jerry G who I think is going to be a real rising star on this team. I think you're going to see him in the number one spot eventually before his, his career is over. Um, really take the next step. But, but what, what, I was con- what I was interested about in the conversation I had with Mike is that they've now had about two weeks to prepare for this NCAA regional over in New Haven hosted by Yale. Mike was adamant to me, we got to get better and we got to get a lot better and we got to get better real fast. Not knowing where he was going to get sent because I think he was going to, thought he was going to see some, maybe some of the Oklahomas, the, the, you know, the Southern Cals, the Texases of the world in his regional He's not seeing those, you know, at Yale. Um, there's a chance that they could win this regional, but um, they, they also know that if they don't play their best, there's a chance that, you know, the Wake Forests of the world who are in their regional and who have competed at a high level in the ACC this year could take that regional and, and pose a problem for this Illini golf team. So I don't think that there's a high-level PGA Tour player that, that is a dead ring, you know, dead lock to, you know, be on the tour for 10 years on this team. But I do think there are a lot of high quality players that, that can that can pose a lot of problems for these highly ranked programs. Awesome. Matt Stevens, like I said, he wears many hats. One of them is a golf hat and another one is his day job, the football hat. Uh, we're going to talk some a lot of football with Matt in just a moment. Stay with us. This is the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys radio network. 
You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. That's right. The Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. Larry Smith, Mike Kegley, Brad Sturdy. We still have Matt Stevens with us. He uh, has put on his football hat now because he is uh, the football writer and analyst for IlliniGuys.com, as, as well as doing a lot of other stuff for us here in the offseason. Uh, talk a little golf in the last break, but Matt, we want to talk a little football now and the transfer portal news. We talked about uh, a couple of guys coming to the Illini last week. Um, what's a big name this week or what's going on right now with uh, Brett Bieleman and the guys? Well, as we have, as I've said before, ever since the start of spring and then the end of the spring game, outside receiver has been a big priority for Brett Bieleman and company. George McDonald has, you know, blanketed the entire nation trying to find an outside receiver to help Isaiah Williams in the slot and hope that the emergence of somebody on the current roster can make it. Well, there's a, on May 1st, there was a kid that I think everybody knew Illinois was going to be going after immediately. His name is Marcus Washington. He, he transferred away from the university of Texas. Why is he a, a high priority target for the university of Illinois? Well, he came from Trinity Catholic high school in St. Louis, which was coached by Corey Patterson, who is where Isaiah Williams came from, where Shimon Cooper came from. Um, you know, those type of players, you know, tend to kind of be drawn to each other. And obviously with Corey Patterson on staff, he's going to go after him. They would love to have Marcus Washington on this football team by August fall camp. There's going to be a high priority of, of teams that, that want Marcus Washington, a 6'2", 190-pound receiver, former four-star player um, who committed to Texas, didn't get a whole lot of playing time and is now obviously entering the portal. He entered on May 1st. He will be immediately eligible wherever he wants to go. Uh, he would be an in, he would be an interesting piece and a a a, a nice piece for Tommy DeVito, DeVito in this passing offense because I think he would slide immediately into one of those outside positions whether it's Casey Washington's whether it's Brian Hightower's or whoever's it, it is to help the other Trinity Catholic star that they want to get the football to number one Isaiah Williams in the slot so I think Marcus Washington is somebody that the staff is definitely high, has a has a high priority going into this spring and summer as they begin to continue to look through the portal as to how to how to fine tune this roster because they're they're still a couple of under in terms of scholarships and they have the space to to provide a, a spot for certain guys. Okay, okay, that's good to know there. And and before we we close this out, um, do we know when the big camps are? I mean, I'm, well, I'm sure you know. Can you tell us when the big camps are this summer? Right, they have all these kids on on campus. Uh, first week of June. The, the, the Brett Bielema and, and this staff is really excited about for the first time in a long, long time, I think almost two years, they're going to be able to bring kids to the, to campus. They're going to be able to look at them directly. And that first weekend in June is going to be that, a big deal because you've got a lot of high priority 23s and 24s as, as Ked will be able to tell you throughout the rest of um, this summer or the rest of this, this, this month on this radio show, there's going to be a high, lot of high priority football prospects in the 23 and the 24 class yeah. roll in through these camps. Okay. And we know that, yeah, you and Ked will be all over that. We'll talk with Ked here coming up in the, after the break about some basketball stuff, but uh, Matt, always great stuff. We appreciate your insights. Not a problem. Have a good one guys. All right, man. Take care of Matt Stevens, IlliniGuys.com. Hey, let's talk a little baseball. We don't talk uh, too much uh, on here. Um, you know, uh, Cubs not doing well. Cardinals a little better. Uh, White Sox said that, you know, you know, COVID problems are there. Cardinals had some issues too. Uh, but I want to get into one story, the Reds. Did you see where before they got hot in the past few days, at one point they had they had fewer wins 
in the end of April had fewer wins in 2022 than the Bengals had in 2022. I mean, horrible. That's not good. Yeah. That's not positive. And yeah. And, and, and that was yeah. when you know, the owner like gutted the team. It was like, what do the fans, where are they going to go? Well, they're not going to go to your games. I mean, that's where they're not going to go because you put on a, a crappy product. Yeah. It's uh, I don't know. I mean, I think these, some, some of the, these guys think they get the TV money regardless. So they don't care. They yeah. just want to make their money and save their money. And they don't care about these owners anyway. Don't care about the fans, but I, I will say this, I, you know, Cardinals, Paul DeYoung gets sent down. Of course, Illinois State, you know, played it play baseball in Illinois State. And he gets sent down to AAA, and he has just been in a, such a spiral the last couple of years after being an all-star in 2019. He was, went down, he's hit like 119 or something at the time. So, um, it, man, it's a, it's a fickle game, man. It, it, baseball is really tough. Game of failure. And we always talk, we don't talk about it a lot, but it is a really, really tough sport to play. Un- unless you're you're uh, Reed Detmers as a rookie who throws a no hitter, and it, the funny thing was, is he only had before the no hitter 42 career innings pitched in the majors, and the longest he'd ever pitched was six in one game. Throws a no hitter. I mean, how, how do you predict that? Awesome, awesome. Central Illinois native. Well, grew up in Nokomis. Played high school ball at Chatham, um, Glenwood. So, you know, a lot of, lot of local ties there with Reed Detmers. That's awesome to see uh, him doing well out there with the Angels. Yep. Awesome stuff. Fantastic. There's a little baseball talk for you. Hey, Larry, I do have a question. I, I think Matt has given us really good info. Can we get him a 10-gallon hat, do you think? I mean, I, I know – I mean, we could get him one maybe. You know, a horse? That's, an, that's an idea. I think – and Lasso? we – should you should we get a, a get him a horse too? Yeah, maybe horse lasso. Let's go. Let's we go all in. We need to work on that. On that, I think we can find room in the budget to get yeah. him. Uh, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll check around here, like Old Friends Farm in Lexington, and see if there's you know. <laughs> I think left over the derby. I think now that he's retired from rock and roll, David Lee Roth has an old pair of chaps he can wear. <laughs> okay, stop with that. Come on, Mike. You always go there. Can't have it. <laughs> we'll work on Nobody that. Nobody wants to see the chaps. Yeah, we'll, we'll work on that. <laughs> and, and you know, I mean, I don't know. Ked, Ked may feel a certain way. I don't know. We'll have to. We'll have to work on that. We'll see. If we can. We've got the summer to work on that now and see what we can do with the two of them. I don't know if you, I don't know if we can handle it. Both those guys wearing chaps and ten gallon hats. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we should have them appear like at a at, at you know one of next year's uh, football games. You know, pregame at a, a line guys function in their western apparel. <laughs> I, th- I think they will beat you up <laughs> just for Mitch, just for suggesting it. Well, I won't be able to make it that way. Oh, oh yeah. That's really good. You won't be there. All right. Yeah. You handle that one, Larry. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. All right. So put this on the early Christmas, Christmas wish list for Brad to give Matt a 10 gallon head. Then we'll work on that. All right. Speaking of Ked, he's up next in the recruiting roundup. Um, big recruit on campus this week. And, um, uh, loves coach Underwood. We'll get the details on that from Kedrick in the recruiting roundup. Next, this is the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Since Busey Bank first opened our doors in 1868, we have built upon a tradition of close relationships and broad financial capabilities. Our experienced team provides the highest level of personalized service to ensure we accomplish your goals, simplifying your wealth management and business lending needs, and ensuring a legacy for generations. Building business, growing wealth since 1868. 
proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Hi, this is Larry Smith, proud native of Central Illinois. It's been an honor to have reported on the world's biggest sporting events for the past three decades. And as a lifelong Illini fan, it's a privilege to now be with IlliniGuys.com. My friends and I put this together with one goal in mind, to have the best Illini-centric website around. Great features, podcasts, insider stuff. I know a little something about telling athlete stories, and these guys know a lot about the Illini. It's a perfect match. Come over and check it out. IlliniGuys.com. The Illini Guys Sports Spectacular right back here all along the Illini Guys radio network. It is time now for Kent's Recruiting Roundup. Do you guys notice something different? I didn't talk about his 10-gallon hat or his horse or his chaps or riding side saddle. I didn't do any of that this time. I, 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 just, I just introduced him. It's growth. It's growth on my part. Kendrick Prince, he's the director of recruiting for IlliniGuys.com. Ken, always uh, good to have you on the show each week. Okay, let's talk recruiting now. A young man who was on campus this week who is a really intriguing uh, prospect going through the recruiting process, Jonathan Powell. Tell us about him. Well, this week, Illinois assistant basketball coach Chester Frazier told Tim Anderson, not so fast, my friend, because Tim Anderson, he's been on a roll. Because uh, my, our friend Chester Frazier wants people to know and understand that he was the first guy that got the ball started with Illinois. Um, but to answer your question, um, they had an outstanding guard on campus, guard-wing combo, if you want to call that, on campus, Jonathan Powell, who's a 6'6 wing. Um, he's extremely athletic, and he's a 2024 prospect um, from Dayton, Ohio. Um, he has offers from Illinois, Ohio State. Indiana, Texas A&M, and a couple weeks ago, and I don't know if Brad was able to see him play, but I know he put up 45 points in an AAU event. He had nine threes in that game, and you talk about a kid with a smooth stroke, and he's what Illinois is looking for again, one of those outstanding athletic wings that can shoot it, and, you know, he really, really enjoyed his visit, told me how much he was in love with Coach Frazier and Coach uh, Underwood, and and they showed him around campus and what their plans are for him, so the visit, unofficial visit, went really well this week. Yeah, I actually, Ken, I got a chance to watch him play a little bit. Um, he can, he's a, got a great stroke from deep. He can put it on the floor. He can deck it. He's, uh, and he's athletic. He's really, a, he's probably, I think he's ranked in the top 50 now. He's probably underranked. I'll be honest with you. He's got that kind of potential. He was 6'4 when they did the rankings. He's legit 6'6 now. Um, I really like him. He's the best player in Ohio um, in that class, which, you know, Illinois got the best player in Ohio in 2022 as well. So, um, with Sincere Harris. So uh, Chester Frazier doing a great job making inroads in, in that state. And obviously a long way to go in this recruitment, but this is a kid that Illinois really likes. To get him on campus early is huge. Yeah, and, and speaking of kids that, that we had opportunity to see, I got the opportunity to see Trent Pierce this weekend um, down in Dallas. He plays for Team Griffin out of uh, Oklahoma, Blake Griffin's team. Ked, uh, what are your thoughts on that particular player? Um, like you mentioned, Tulsa, Oklahoma. I mean, he's already, he's a 20, 2023 kid. He's already listed as a four-star prospect. 
Um, and the thing I liked about him and looking at his, his game film, and not highlight film, but his game film, is that he's another guy that can dunk it and dunk in traffic and shoot it, and he's long. And I like these guys with the long 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, um, athletic guys with the long wingspans that can defend and deflect passes. And you know, the thing I really, really liked about Pierce is that he can he likes to play defense. You know, we they talked about Ty Rogers last year being a guy on the circuit who likes to play defense, I kind of got that same feeling from, from Pierce. And he does have an online offer. So, I mean, there's another guy that they're looking at, and they're looking at big guards all over. Yeah, Pierce is a kid I also got a chance to see, uh, I think it was three weeks ago. Um, he's a kid that um, can really he, – he can play. He's got a nice mid-range game. He can shoot it a little bit. He can put it on the floor. He's so long and smooth, just one of those guys that – those wings at six, nine, that you just love having out there. He can play three, he can play four, you know, I don't know what he's going to grow into. Maybe it'll be even more, but he's a very impressive kid to watch play. And just the way he moves, he's so smooth and fluid um, at first six, nine. It's, it's really impressive. Yeah. I, I, I felt the same way, Brad, his ball handling was uh, really good for, especially for a kid of that height. And he hit three threes during the game. Um, and, and to be honest with you, the only reason they lost when I was watching is for some reason, his coach just kind of took him out of the game and then waited too many minutes to get him back in. Uh, this, this kid has the ability to do a lot of things and at six foot nine, um, his ball handling and his court vision is something that you don't often see in somebody that size. A couple of impressive names as we're talking with uh, Kedrick Prince here, director of recruiting for IlliniGuys.com. I want to ask the three of you, uh, Ked and Brad and then Mike, um, we're entering a, a new phase right now, not just getting past COVID, but this is the first spring, the first recruiting season um, that Illinois' new staff, um, the new, sta- new group of assistant coaches all out in mass together. What have you noticed different about uh, these guys and their style in terms of maybe the way things were before with the, the past uh, group of assistants or, or really even just, um, you know, the way the Illinois brand is received now that um, this is a team that's got a couple of uh, conference championships, uh, you know, under their belt and, and they've had some success as opposed to in uh, years past. Well, I have to give credit to Coach and uh, Orlando Antigua. He was able to get those kids on campus. He was also – he is also a masterful recruiter. You know, he was able to get guys on campus um, that were top 30 and top 40 and 50 basketball recruits. Um, the difference right now, I think, is that the entire staff down there, Jeff Alexander, uh, Chester Frazier, there's a full staff that's able to do that. And but the, But the players that they're looking at – one of the guys that Orlando was able to land was RJ Melendez, which, you know, every Illinois fan is looking forward to see play next year. I think this entire staff is looking for a roster full of guys like that. You're going to see, you know, bigs that are, you know, long and that can shoot it, but you're also going to see a bunch of guys who are top 30 recruits that can play multiple positions. And I think what bodes well, because that's where the NBA is, Larry. There's a lot of guys who are like that. And if you get some of those guys in the NBA, you're just going to continue the brand that you just mentioned and winning helps. You know, we just talked about two guys on campus that are top 50 recruits and that probably wouldn't have happened a few years ago. So it's a lot, a lot easier not getting them on, getting them on campus when you're winning. Yeah, I would agree. The brand, the brand sells a little bit better than it did a couple of years ago. So you got to give these guys, you know, the, the winning has helped. I think um, 
they do it a little differently. I mean, and it's always interesting to see the kind of when you see how the sausage is made a little bit and you see how they recruit and how they interact. You talk to kids, everybody's a little different, you know, Chester's a little different. Tim's a little different. Jeff's a little different, but they're all fantastic at what they do, even if they have a different approach um, to their recruiting. But what's really, I think with me, the level of athlete and level of player that they're in on early is much different than it was a couple years ago. It's much higher level. They are really making inroads, um, you know, in these kids early on. And they're not just in-state kids either. Before, you, you, it's a national brand. And they're able, they've got kids from the south, from the east coast, from the west coast, and, and from the Midwest who are all interested in the Illini. Yeah, it, it's, really, it's really an interesting uh, study in how Coach Underwood has built this brand you know, the first couple of years he had to, to play with a roster that maybe wasn't totally to his liking. And then he gets, you know, he gets Trent Frazier and those guys. And now all of a sudden we've got a program that is competing and known across the country. Well, I'll tell you this, you know, for the for people out there listening to this great radio show, the knock on Coach Underwood was that he didn't like to recruit. That's a false statement. That guy's busy. He's out recruiting, and he and when kids come on campus, he's he's involved. He's even involved with the you know um, with the coach Fletcher part of it, Adam Fletcher, the strength and conditioning coach. So the you know that rumor out there with Coach Underwood not liking to recruit that's false because the Jonathan Powell was just in love with Coach Underwood today and his sense of humor and what he brought to the table. And kind of a funny joke you mentioned to me, Coach Underwood talked about his playing days. So I'm sure that was pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> a little self-deprecating, uh, I'm sure, right? <laughs> Going through, talking about his days at, uh, at K-State. Hey, uh, Ken, always um, great stuff, and you're right. I think it's just an exciting time, and it, it feels like that Illinois and Coach Underwood and the staff, all the assistants, pushing the right buttons now with the transfer portal stuff we talked about in the first hour, and now, again, so looking ahead to the class of uh, 2023. It's great stuff. Hey, Ken, we'll talk with you next week. Thank you. All right, Kendrick Prince, he's the director of recruiting for IlliniGuys.com. Stay with us. This is the Sports Spectacular. Back with more after this. You're tuned in to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Slow down, they say. You're getting older. Relax. Seriously, you're on a mission. You've got places to go, grandkids to see. At OSF Healthcare, we want you to be the best you possible, whoever you are. Wherever you're going, whatever your mission is, we're here to support it. Because that's our mission. Your life, our mission. Learn more at osfhealthcare.org slash your way. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. Hello, this is Brett Bielma, the Illinois head football coach. You're listening to Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. We continue here on the Sports Spectacular. Hard to believe it's it's May, it's, it's exam week, and uh, that means... Adelia McKenzie is here. 
without probably any more studying because the semester's over. She's whoop, whoop, now a sophomore. She's the Illini gal joining us as she does every week here in the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. Okay, Adelia, exam week. It's, it's done. How did it go? It went well. Um, I got a 95 out of 100 on my exam. Wow. And 30 out of, yeah, 30 out of 30 on my final paper. So it went well, it went well. Scholar girl. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's impressive. Congratulations. So what, what tips can you give to any of our listeners who are in college about how to prepare for finals when you end up with that type of record? They might want a uh, little hint here, a little spoiler alert, everybody. Get your pen and your paper out. Maybe there's something – She's going to give you some tips that will help you next year. Yeah, I would say mentally prepare. Um, Just staying calm when you go into finals because it can be stressful even preparing for it. But just being mentally prepared and just being confident in that area, but also studying and finding different strategies to study. Like sometimes I study through Quizlet or like, depending on the class, I have a study guide and I fill that out, then I'll study that. But really just studying and just staying mentally stable and calm. Cool. So freshman year is over. And so you're a year older, year wiser, all that stuff that, you know, old people say, uh, because we're old. Um, What do you feel like you learned freshman year, freshman season, now that you're about to go back home to, to Minnesota? I feel like I learned to stay consistent. I mean, it's not always to like produce the same all the time, but being consistent in effort and staying determined, you'll eventually get to your goals. And I feel like I reached some goals, not all, but just being consistent in my hard work. I know sometimes throughout the season, I kind of, I didn't get in gym for like a few days and that goes a long way, but just being consistent with the gym, with class and with sleep, with everything just really brings you to the end result that you want. Now, do you write your goals down so that you know what you want to achieve and you can kind of check them off the list or say, Hey, I haven't put a check mark next to this one. I need to work harder. How do you, how do you keep track of those type of things? Yeah, I write it down in my notebook. I think there's no better way to write than just writing down your goals. It's just the best way and checking them off and just see you crossing it out. It's a really good feeling, but yeah, I just have a little notebook that I use. Okay. So you're going to be away from the team. And I obviously, you know, I know when you're a college athlete, especially these days, that is your family. I mean, you guys are together every single day from the time you get on campus to the time you leave, you'll be away now for a couple of months. So um, what did coach say before you guys uh, all, you know, broke up and went your separate ways? A coach just said to continue to check on each other and to continue to be in the gym. You don't want to get out of shape or, you know, lack of skill or just not be strong. So just continue to stay in the gym and do the lifting workouts that we have and working on our game is important. Now, do you have a, a trainer who helps you when you go home, you know, in the gym, a, like a fitness uh, trainer? And do you have somebody who helps you, you know, out there on the basketball court to, to give you tips and make sure you keep going if you kind of ease up a little bit? Yeah, yep. I have a trainer at home. Um, 
he uh, trains at Drive Athletic Performance. Okay. Yep. All right. All right. All right. So going back home, uh, Minneapolis suburbs, right? Yep. Okay. So I know I'm going to beat Mike to the punch because you know what Mike's all about everywhere he goes. Pizza, right? Yep. So how how soon from the time you hit home, hug your family, glad to see you, unpack, and then how soon until you go get your first pizza back home? I'll probably say Monday, actually. (laughs) Next Monday. There we go. Good. Good. That's inspirational. Mike, where should I go? Where should I go? Well, I'm biased because when I go, I I lived up in in the Twin Cities from 94 to 2000. And um, I was, I loved Fat Lorenzo's just about a mile north of the Mall America on Cedar or or some people call it 77. And that was my favorite place. Now there's, there were also plenty of other good pizza joints you know, Cassettis, Red Savoy. I mean, there's a bunch. Um, but what what is your favorite thing that you're going to go to when you make that first trip? Because I know I know that's a long drive from where you live. Um, shoot, I don't know. I really like. It's called Pizza Luce. Okay. You know about that? I, I have not been there. I have not been there. And when you said pizza, I thought if she says Pizza Hut, I've lost all respect. For <laughs> well, she's got to fight. Nah. Go fight in the parking lot, you know. Like, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Well, you know what? That's that's it. And, and and if you if you do go to a pizza joint and get fight in the parking lot, you can always use the Underwood alibi, which is that Coach Underwood is. You heard it from him, and you thought that was the way you're supposed to behave. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, Delia, what you got to do, promise us this. When you go get your pizza, will you tweet at us? Take yes. A, take a picture of, you, of your pizza and tweet at us. And, you know, it's Illini guys, Illini underscore guys on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Illini underscore guys. So make sure you tweet at us so we can check on you, see what you got. Make sure you got that pizza. And, and all of our listeners can also check in. All of our followers can check in as well. Make sure you get that pizza. Yes. Cool. I will do. All right. You're not you're not gonna get a Hawaiian pizza, are you? No. Okay. <laughs> All right, good. Pepperoni sausage? Is that is that is that your jam? My my go-to is pepperoni. There you go. There you go. All right. So you're you're <laughs> perfect because that's 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 Larry's go-to. Larry's a pepperoni guy. I prefer the Italian sausage. And mm. Brad and Brad, we think he's an everything guy. Yeah, I think Brad's not certain takes it. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. Well, Delia, listen, we're glad. We're so proud of you. You did great on your exams and uh, safe trip going back home. We'll talk with you next week. And we're, we are waiting for that Pete, that picture of pizza. So don't, don't let us down. Don't leave us hanging. I won't. I won't. Appreciate you guys. All right. Adelia McKenzie, she's the Illini gal every week here on the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. We've got so much more coming up. Uh, in fact, on the way, you know, Adelia's had had her. She has been humble enough to share her own embarrassing stories, but nothing, nothing compares to the story we're about to tell you next about an athlete that um, uh, whose personal hygiene got them demoted. It's a sports spectacular. This is David Williams, a leading receiver from the University of Illinois, here on Illini Guy on Sports Spectacular. Go Illini. 
It's a sports spectacular. Great May weekend. Hope you're enjoying it. It's, uh, Larry Smith, Brad Sturdy, Mike Kegley. We've still got uh, Kedrick and Matt with us here. They were in a conversation out in the state-of-the-art orange room and decided to pull them in on this uh, conversation. Next few minutes will be a little bit of a free-for-all. And, and boy, this is a topic that you really shouldn't talk about on radio, nor should you talk about around a bunch of guys. But, but I can't make this stuff up. So bizarro story of the week was over uh, a French soccer club, Lyon. You might have heard about this. A fullback, veteran fullback, 34-year-old, okay, was demoted, according to multiple reports, because of repeated instances, continuous farting in the dressing room. Farting and laughing. And uh, he was accused of continuous farting in front of the team manager and the sporting director, and therefore he was demoted. And I guess he was also laughing as well. Man, you know, I, I, Adelia shouldn't feel as bad about not using deodorant now. Because this is, I mean, you know, this is much worse. It so, really uh, you know, so hopefully she feels better now. You know, we can, we need to make sure she knows about that and, and, and keep her, you know, she's, she should feel good about no deodorant. So you, you, you have to go home and tell your loved ones that you're no longer a professional soccer player because because of a flatulence problem i mean i just can't see where the family is going to be that proud is there, is there, is there, can we get a discrimination lawsuit against yeah. flat, the flatulent i don't know some community is there like some association i don't know there's got to be I think, a, I think there's a great uh, marketing opportunity <laughs> well you know i guess I guess you know you you know you you hate to have something like that creep up on you, but you know in the end you just you just have to wonder though the guy farts and then he laughs about it and wouldn't the rest of the team start laughing as well? Well, maybe the first time, but it's continuous. <laughs> well, from my understanding, he was being a team player since the gas prices are so high. He was giving them free gas. It's what happened to like stuff? Your coach, like Mike, you've coached teams. Ked, you've coached teams. Like, what happened to like what stays in the locker room? Like, stays in the locker room because like it, I, it leaked out. Like, the, the problem was the <laughs> yeah. players couldn't stay in there. The players had to get out. Right, that and then problem. sometimes it follows you out. Right. That's true. <laughs> uh, uh, it was well, busting. I I, I want to give I want to give credit to uh, to the writer. Uh, on this, um, Nick Bromberg was where I, I saw it several places, but I the one I, I did read and we, we put up on the front page of AtlantaGuys.com in our headlines column. Nick Bromberg from Yahoo Sports, and he had the now line. This, this whole thing just stinks. It does. Well, here's what it's he a, put. His line was. Mike, you run at the speed of smell, so this is, this is right up your alley. That's why I can't get away from people like this. Good Lord. <laughs> his, his line was, what a ripe situation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get to some a little little more fragrant Quality. or less fragrant um movies dr strange mike has been talking for uh, since the beginning of man about this movie and he finally went to go see it tell us oh i tell you what this was a fun movie if you're a marvel person it kind of pivots on the alternate multiverse reality type of thing that they started with spider-man and we got to see a few premieres of Marvel heroes in the MCU that we haven't seen before. And some, some big name actors showed up 
I had a lot of fun. Brad, what did you think of it? Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was good. I mean, I used to like Elizabeth Olsen and think, well, she's an attractive lady. Now I'm just scared to death of her. Um, <laughs> so that she's going to, like, I don't know, snap my neck or whatever she does just by thinking at. But but overall, yeah, it was a fun movie. I thought it was, uh, you know, it opened up a lot of doors for the future. Um, I thought, uh, you know, I thought Doctor Strange was was good. I, I All the different Doctor Stranges was, was kind of fun to see. And, um, you know, seeing the cameos kind of showed you that the a lot of uh, directions that they could go with it. Yeah, Ked, you saw that too. What'd you think? Well, I was a little disappointed because I love Wanda, and uh, that was pretty well. Wanda Vision, uh, that was pretty bad because I liked her when she was a good girl. But you're right, she was pretty tough in that in it. But I'll tell you what I liked about Marvels this time, which they they do a great job of. They always bring in all, they tie everything together. Like, if you watch those Disney series, I mean, like, the What Ifs and, you know, those shows on WandaVision, they tied all that stuff in there. And it kind of went over my head a little bit at first until, until my daughter was like, Dad, you got to pay attention, which I don't do often. But it was really, really good just because of the fact that, you know, they tied all that stuff in. And Doctor Strange is just good. And I've always thought that he was one of the tougher guys in Marvel to begin with. But it was a good movie. I'm the only one who didn't see it, I guess. Matt, did you see it? I haven't seen it yet. I was wondering why Benedict Cumberbatch was on SNL. This has to be the reason uh, why. And so um, I plan on going to see it because uh, it does have him. He has Elizabeth Olsen. It does have um, a couple other actors that I, I know of that are, that are pretty good. Um, I was meant to see it. I just haven't seen it yet. And I've heard good reviews. Heard good things. Yeah. I just heard three of them. So. Yeah, and Charlize Theron is in it. I mean, there you are. Oh, oh wait a minute. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. She's oh, in the movie. Okay, well now I'm gonna go see it. <laughs> that's no, no. That's I'm usually not, reason. I'm, that's reason enough. I'm not kidding. I, I was. I had not planned to go see the movie, but if Charlize Theron's in it, I'm, I'm there. I, she I, is. You, you had, you had me at Charlize. You had me at Charlize. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I mean, I, 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 I thought it was Doctor Strange. I didn't realize it was Doctor Strange. So yeah, you had me at Charlize. Rita is not listening. That's what I. That's what I heard. <laughs> she knows. She knows. She knows. Charlize okay. can do no wrong. Um, yeah. So it's like an episode of Friends with the with the laminated list. Well, <laughs> that far, it's it's she's on the big screen. So she, okay, you know, yeah. So um, no, uh, no, no. They. I will. I will tell you that the the one funny wife story that I had. I interviewed Bellamy Young a few years ago, and we were big Scandal fans. Afterwards, I said, "Hey, listen, we are we are big fans of Scandal. Would you mind if I shoot a quick video to send to my wife?" She goes, "Yeah, sure." We, we start the video. I said, my wife's a huge, she loves Jake, Scott Foley. She's in love with Jake. So Bellamy starts, she says, hey, she says, uh, I hear you like Jake. You can have, you can have, you can have Jake because I got Larry. I'm like, oh, and I'm just grinning the whole time. Well, we're watching the video and my photographer takes a picture of us and Bellamy has her hand on my chest. And guys, you know what it means when a woman puts her hand on your chest. So I send it all to my wife and she goes, yeah, uh, video is nice and all, but uh, tell Bell. Get her hand off my man. <laughs> so, but but I am very proud that <clears throat> Bellamy Young had her hand on my chest. So well, I'm I'm not certain that any of us going to be able to top that, Larry. No, no. So so do you? So your wife knows this, Larry. So do you have like a? Is there like a hall pass with like a certain celebrity? <laughs> like I mean, my, my wife my wife and I have a deal. Like she can she can go out with the Rock if he comes in, and I get Jennifer Aniston. So you know if, if it works out, then we're we're good. Okay. So uh, all, right. all the but you know, Jennifer so Aniston now 
with the, the weird lip thing going on or Jennifer Aniston pre that? I don't think it matters. It's, uh, I don't think it matters, Mike, but you know, I know you're really picky, but I'm going pre that maybe, but I, I don't know, Mike. I personally, just judging by what I look like, the fact that even Jennifer Aniston would be good. You know, I mean, I mean, Jennifer Aniston in the 70s is probably good for me. I mean, right now, let's be honest. <laughs> Uh, I, I well, I'm glad you worked that. Out. We don't have that list. Um, any list I present will be responded with uh, uh, divorce papers. So we we have one of those lists, and um, I, I'm sure that my wife would love if one of those women would be around because then she would tell me go for it, and it would probably be very similar to the Ross situation on Friends with Isabella Rossellini. So I, I don't know that I would even attempt it. Definitely something we're just thinking about. It's never going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And it would be Reality. probably pretty embarrassing if it did happen. Yeah. Because I want everyone to stay married, we will leave it there <laughs> and take a quick time out. Uh, Kedrick got a chance to talk with the Illini women's basketball recruit, Genesis Bryant, on his Keds Recruiting Roundup podcast. We'll hear a little portion of that coming up next here with the Sports Spectacular. You're tuned in to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. Slow down, they say. You're getting older. Relax. Seriously, you're on a mission. You've got places to go, grandkids to see. At OSF Healthcare, we want you to be the best you possible, whoever you are, wherever you're going, whatever your mission is, we're here to support it. Because that's our mission. Your life, our mission. Learn more at osfhealthcare.org slash your way. We just spoke with the Illini gal, Adelia McKenzie, a few moments ago. She's expected to be a leader on the new-look fighting Illini women's basketball team next season as new head coach Shauna Green is bringing in a number of new players through the transfer portal. One of those is Genesis Bryant, who is just simply a winner, a former four-star recruit out of suburban Atlanta, the former player of the year in the state of Georgia, spent the past two seasons at North Carolina State and helped the Wolfpack reach the NCAA Sweet 16 last season and the Elite Eight this past March. And now she'll play point guard for the Illini. IlliniGuys.com's director of recruiting, Kedrick Prince, talked with her on his Keds Recruiting Roundup podcast, starting with her visit to campus. I had previously known the staff when they were at Dayton, so that same exact staff is here, so I was very comfortable with them. The girls that were here, they're really nice. I think I got along with them pretty good. And then the campus is beautiful. So I just think in the new facilities that's coming, like all that just played a role, and this really feels like home. What other schools were that were recruiting you? 
Um, out of high school, it was the University of California, Texas Tech, St. John, NC State, and Dayton was my top five. So what is it about Coach Green and her staff that you like, that you felt comfortable with them, commit to them today? Um, I really felt Coach Green's energy and just how transparent she is. And like, I trust her vision. Like I've been a part of a program that kind of had to start from the ground up and to build it up. So I know how that process is. And the whole staff is just, they're great. They're personable. They're relatable. And you can tell that they all really care about you, not just as an athlete, but as a person as well. You talk about transparent and so many schools will, I don't want to say lie, but they'll tell recruits what they want to hear to get them to commit. And, you know, I saw your uh, tweet today about family and, you know, they, they must've really made you believe and they were honest about the whole process and, and what they have planned for you and the future of the program. Right. Like I feel like out of a relationship with your coaches, that's where the trust and accountability and honesty will come out of it. And I feel that we are going to have relationships. So I know they're going to be honest with me. I know they're going to tell me some hard truths sometimes. But at the end of the day, you rather once want to be honest with you than to kind of fabricate the truth. Correct. You mentioned the facilities. And the athletic director, Josh Whitman, has done a remarkable job of revamping that whole university from the men's program to football to softball to everything else. And right now, Hiring Coach Green is a statement to, I guess, to, to not only the Big Ten, but, you know, but the rest of the country and the facilities. Um, did you get a chance to tour of what the oven complex would look like? And did you get a chance to see that? Yes. Um, it was during construction, so we had to have our hard hats on and things. But <laughs> we was able to, like, see the rooms, and then he had it on a tablet what it was going to look like. So just kind of seeing the before and after. What did your family think I saw? Was that your mom and dad that you were down there with today? Yes. Um, they love the coaching staff from Dayton. So it was, a, it was a no-brainer on just the atmosphere, the coaches, the players, and the place. Although, like, I'm not familiar with Champaign, I definitely am excited about just touring the city and just seeing what all the university has to offer. You mentioned the other players because a lot of the players went into the transfer portal, which is the nature of the beast in college basketball right now, I guess. Um, and you, you were able to meet some of the players down there today. How genuine you know, were they with you today, and how comfortable were you really with the players that were down there this weekend when you were there? I feel like the players were very um, personable. They were genuine. They were um, really real about their experiences so far, the coaching staff and how – They've just come in and they really feel like they care and they've gotten better within just these three weeks of them being there. So the players, they were like, it was five of them. So they were really, they're really fun to be around. Explain Mm -hmm. your your years in high school, how you were able to put up 1,900 points, 500 rebounds and 500 assists in such a quick time. Um, Well, I was a four-year starter. So I came in my freshman year. And I was a uh, runner-up for player of the year that season in the region. So my high school coach, he he really prepared me for college because we ran a system that was kind of like a college system. And I just feel like just being pushed, and we actually played a national schedule. Like we played players like Deja Kelly and 
Hoover and the Soda. So we played some really big name schools and we was ranked at one time two in the nation. So that kind of put the not only our school, but just the city on the map because that was the first time we ever been ranked. So just and that's what I'm saying, like just coming from a program like that my freshman year, you know, they had never won a state championship. Only think they ever won a region championship. So just coming there and putting three back-to-back region championships and a state championship and a runner-up to the state championship, I feel like I'm very familiar with that coming from the ground up. You can hear that podcast in its entirety in the Keds Recruiting Roundup series on the IlliniGuys.com website or wherever you download your podcast. Back with more after this. Have a business you'd like to promote right here? To advertise on the Sports Spectacular, reach out at info at IlliniGuys.com. And use the passion of the Illini Guys to reach your audience. That's info at IlliniGuys.com. At Busey Bank, we understand you have a vision for your future, and we're committed to helping you achieve your dreams. Since 1868, we've invested in recruiting and retaining the best and brightest associates. Busey's unique culture is one that values and supports you, provides opportunities for growth, and it's much more than a job. It's a career. Build relationships. Build community and build your career at Busey Bank. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys radio network. Now, let's get back to the studio. Right back here, Sports Spectacular. It is powered by IlliniGuys.com. Time now for our rapid fire segment, running through a few things. Uh, NFL draft picks. How about Kirby Joseph? Nice deal for the third round pick. Uh, four years and just over $5 million with the Lions. Uh, pretty nice for a guy who couldn't even get on the field a, a year before. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. There you go, Lovey. <laughs> yeah, he got some, I tell you what, really nice guaranteed money. Signing bonus, you know what, eight, nine 900000 somewhere yeah. in that range. A great, great deal for him. It's really cool to see guys from the program, you know, have that, you know, get that notoriety and get drafted and, and signed. Uh, but Aaron Lowe, also great you know, a nice little contract from him too. So with the Vikings, so it's fun to see these guys uh, at the next level. Yeah. And, and, you know, Darian Lowe at four years and uh, 3.86 million, that is awesome. Um, you know, and, and when you figure between Vidarian and Kirby is roughly what we call sturdy money. So that's, that's good that they're, they're in that range, you know, because that's right up there with Brad. Yeah. I, I think sturdy got a, Six-figure signing bonus when he went to a lot of guys, wasn't that? Yeah, yeah, something like I, I that. Got, you guys paid me in pesos, though. <laughs> well, good. yeah, pesos that we got from an old uh, Monopoly thing down in Mexico, yeah. cheap. So. Six million pesos. I thought that was a lot. <laughs> I didn't know that it was only like six cents. I didn't know. Brad, listen, you got Boardwalk out of the deal, okay? Stop complaining. It was a fair deal. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I was going to go read back. Larry kept, Larry kept Park the, Place. Read the fine print. I always read the fine. Print. <laughs> that's, right, that's right. Yep. Yep. Give you Baltic. You got. You got Boardwalk. Just be happy with it. Um, no, we're, you're right. We're happy with for uh, for those guys. Hey, in Chicago, big news this week: Robert Smith, the veteran coach at Simeon, um, making deciding he's going to do one more year. Right? Is that what you're telling me, Brad? Yeah, one more year, and then he's going to, you know, hang him up. Uh, what a legendary career. Uh, seven city titles record, six state championships, just, you know, and he's got a chance to do it again next year. He's got a really nice group returning. So, um, you know, it, it's great for him that he can, you know, kind of step down and, 
and um you know retire and and kind of <laughs> right off into the sunset i guess but uh he's uh he's a great coach really does a fantastic job he's been also great for those kids think about his coach guys like jabari parker and Derek rose and et cetera, et cetera. Just so many great players coming through that Simeon program under him. Yeah. He's like the, one of the last bastions of, of just tough as iron defense. I mean, you know, they, they obviously they play a fun brand of ball, but on that end of the court, you're not going to get anything easy off of those Simeon teams. And I always thought he and Dave Witzig at normal community were the two best defensive coaches in the state of Illinois when it comes to basketball. Certainly a legend, and uh, you know, here's rooting for him to make one more trip down states, um, as as we say, to get down and get to one more championship. Hey, there would not be a championship uh, in the second uh, leg of the Triple Crown. Rich Strike, we've not talked about that yet. Eighty to one long shot, and one of the most incredible races ever. Going to skip the Preakness um, and then go on to the Belmont. But guys, this was just incredible at Churchill Downs last week was amazing i mean i was watching it and i was just stunned i mean you're like wait wait, wait where'd that horse come from how'd he get there so you know, it was pretty fun um 80 to 1 and you wish you had like a nice win ticket there but um it, i it you can tell that's a horse that didn't plan on winning the derby though regardless of what they say because he wasn't ready they weren't planning on going to the preakness ever they were never planning even they said that post race they weren't planning on going to the preakness and he probably doesn't fit the preakness because he wouldn't have won the preakness the way they ran but the belmont may fit him a little better so that's going to be an interesting uh thing to see how it does is it a one-shot wonder or can he win the belmont as well yeah larry you were there what was it like to actually witness that up close and personal yeah it was amazing you know my position was right there on the first turn as i was there working the you know the day job all week and um, it was amazing going through. And again, the picture that I took, he's there in the back, you know, I mean, nobody, nobody knew the amazing thing was because it all happened so fast. Once the horse is going to the other side of the track, we now have to watch on the big screen. And we didn't realize until much later, we saw the hubba. We didn't realize who won and what had happened because why? I mean, he was in 16th place coming around the final turn. Who would think you'd ever come up? And I've heard some, co- some complaints about the announcer didn't do it justice. I'm like, wait a minute. I mean, you know, you focus on the, 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 the horses at the front. Why would you focus on any other horse until he's right there with it? So it was, it was amazing to watch. Should be just excited that they didn't call him lucky strike. And, you know, I mean, at that point. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was, uh, it, it was neat. It was a neat afternoon. And, and um, that was my second Derby. I mean, I, I had done every other major championship except a horse race. And now I've done two derbies. So it was uh it was very cool. Hey, you Larry, know, what? have you done a WrestleMania? No. Okay. I just wanted to check if you've done all the big sports events. That's no, not- Larry's still a professional. At some point he'll do a WrestleMania when he's like 90 and retired. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we will know. We will know when I have to hear, when I have to hear Larry say a line, like, you know, the most feared words in sports entertainment are RKO. Then I'll know that everything has been done in the broadcasting world for Larry. Sports yeah. entertainment. That's the key word. You know, when I was at CNN, we used to get phone calls. People mad at us because we wouldn't, we wouldn't broadcast. We wouldn't talk about the wrestling results. I mean, they would get mad at us. We'd say, well, because it's not a competition. We had to go to the wrestling people and they had to admit at that time. Yeah. It's just entertainment, but we would get phone. I mean, get about a, what's it's not a- entertainment is predetermined. Well, it's not yes. a competition. <laughs> no, that's all I know. It's not like major league. So, hey, we are out of time once again, but as always, uh, great to have everyone on the show this week. I hope you guys enjoyed yourselves as well. 
guess what? We'll do it again right back here. Same place, same station, same time. For Mike and Brad and all the guys, I'm Larry. Take care. Have a great weekend. And go Illini. I-L-L. This has been a presentation of LMBC Sports, LLC, and JM Talent Productions. We'll be back next week on the Illini Guys Radio Network on these same stations across Illinois.